All right, it's 90.3 KEXP here in Seattle, worldwide, KEXP.org. I'm Stevie Zoom. Thanks for tuning in. And we are very happy to have returning to our studios the Dave Rawlings machine. Thank you all for being here. Thanks for having us. Uh, Dave, right before you start playing the music, could you tell our listeners who is with you here today? Uh, We have here on my left and your right Mr. Willie Watson. Behind me we have Mr. Paul Cowart, Gillian Welch, and Brittany Haas. Again, thank you all for being here. Nashville Obsolete is the brand new release, and if you're ready to start, you can go right ahead. All right, thanks. Yeah. 
After thinking it was all in
right. Dave Rawlings Machine is here with us at KEXP. Thanks so much for being here. Again, the new album is Nashville Obsolete. And, uh, you know, when I looked at the older album, the first one, A Friend of a Friend, 2009. I couldn't believe it's been about six years. It's I, been a long time I, since I was we guess, up here. I was going to guess three or four. Well, you know, things do tend to get, you know, time does go on. Uh, we made a, a record in between there and produced some stuff, and so here we are back. Yeah, but, every, uh, everybody who follows you and uh, sees the shows know that you've been uh, performing and writing and touring and producing other people. I hope so, I, I wish I'd been on an island the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything in particular that sparked a Dave Rawlings Machine release? Um, well, we did some dates last year that we had a lot of fun doing, and then uh, Gillian and I were working on some songs, and they couple couple of them seemed to fall into my camp of stuff that I was going to sing, and so we thought we'd try to flesh it out and make a make a record. Yeah. Also, you know, when we made a friend of a friend, we didn't really make that one completely from scratch. The way we make a duet record, like we didn't sit down and just write all the songs, the two of us. There were songs that David had written with other artists over the years. And so I think we kind of quickly realized we had interest in making a record that was more like the way we usually make records. Yeah, where there'd be sort of themes in the songs. and Yeah, because you know. all the songs on this album are co-written by both of you, and there Correct. seems to be some cohesion between these songs. I hope so. hope yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> that was the plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Um, I wanted to ask about um, the first couple of songs. There's more of a string arrangement accompaniment with the, uh, the songs. Yeah. Um, was that your idea? Well, yeah, sure. Um, we kind of got close to where we were going to wrap up the record. We didn't have a lot of time left, and I had the idea to maybe try some strings on some stuff. And uh, on the first record, on Friend of a Friend, we'd used a great arranger named Jimmy Haskell, um, who had done a lot of great work on, I think, Ode to Billy Joe or Bridge Over Troubled Water, stuff, you know, the really nice stuff. And uh, I loved the arrangements he'd done, so we tried to get in touch with him again, but he had retired, as far as we could tell. So with only a few days left, we just decided to try to, you know, I decided to hole up and try to figure out how to arrange strings. So we just kind of, yeah, we worked through it and, and went down to Memphis and recorded them down there. And uh, Yeah, we did them you... at Royal, you know, the, Al, the old Al Green studio. Oh, yeah. So all those, that string sound, that funny kind of Memphis string sound, that dry kind of thing that's what we were going for yeah. and it was that was a complete pleasure to work down there they haven't changed a thing at royal it's all the drum kits still set up yeah and we, we thought it was a completely reasonable and rational thing to do then to ask Brittany here to yeah. cover all of them on one violin <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to try <laughs> Here's a challenge for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on the first record, there was the change um, with uh, going from Dave from harmony vocals to lead vocals. And now as time has gone on, that's probably a little more second nature that you can kind of go back and forth from that. It's, it's a little more natural. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, it's, always, uh, it's always different to put on the different hat. Yeah, it's really the same hat, but you know, yeah, I think of it differently. <laughs> you're you're still happy when Willie and I come in singing. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I prefer to be. I prefer to have reinforcements if, whenever possible. 
You uh, performed the song The Weekend, uh-huh. and something that's not obsolete is video, and you've got a video for that song. We did. We, we, well, we decided we tried to think of an easy way to make one that would sort of represent some of our you know, regular life, which is mostly driving. <laughs> so we got in our, our old Impala that we used to tour in and drove from Nashville to the beach in California. Um, and sort of, you know, the concept was we realized at some point that you could actually drive from Nashville to the beach and go to the beach. You know, if you left on Friday a little early, you could get there Saturday evening and be there until about sunset and then drive back and get to work on Monday. So that was our idea. So we usually make the drive in about 27 hours. So we know this to be, you know, fairly easily doable. That's a natural thing for uh, friends in uh, Nashville to drive yeah, to the beach. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, you want to go to the beach? Yes, exactly. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a couple of things in the video. You just mentioned the Chevy. That, now, that is yours. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we toured in that back in the day, yeah, 95, 96, 97, right. something like that. And one other thing, I don't know if you can share any information, but the young female hitchhiker that you picked up. Is oh, there, the hitchhiker. Is there, any, is there anything of her story that you could share with us? Well, well, her name is Bianca Alatore, and she does appear elsewhere in the record in a lyric, in lyric form. So it seemed like a natural thing to do to include her in the video. Okay. And, uh, and she was available to do it and willing to do it with, what, three hours' notice? Yeah. Because <laughs> this whole thing came together rather spontaneously. So, you yeah. know. Something else I want to mention, the, uh, at the time when this uh, record came out in September, that's, I believe the same week, you were honored by the Americana Music Association with a Lifetime Achievement Award for songwriting. I know. Go figure. <laughs> now, I, I, love the fact, I love the fact that you're recognized for that. <laughs> But I'm sure at the same time you're kind of going, hey, wait a minute, I'm not done yet here. I'm still right. working we, on this crap. We were trying to figure out, yeah, if they wanted us to stop. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, here's your award. You've done plenty. <laughs> but no, it was great. It was really, it was really sweet. And it was amazing to sort of know who else had been honored and to sort of be put into that company. And also for, I don't know, us to kind of think about the fact that the songs had spread out there enough that... They were, you know, they were recognizing the songs themselves in a lot of ways, and that, I don't know, made us proud. Yeah, the very fact that people think about the songs and remember them and sing them, I mean, that's, you know, that's great. And there was uh, an introduction by Robin Hitchcock. Yeah. Yes. He's yeah. written a few songs. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I love Robin. That was, that was honestly my favorite part of the entire night was Robin's speech. I was just, you know— Transported. Yeah, he's been here he's many, many poet. times over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle's one of his second homes, so mm-hmm. it's nice to see that touch. There's also a photography exhibit going around certain parts of the country that you are in. Oh, yes, the Henry Diltz. Yeah, is uh, that, uh, I see that Seattle's not on the list. People, the cities, they're, they're on their website, Dave Rawlings Machine. You may get it. I don't know, we might. It'd be nice. Yeah. Do you know if it's, uh, is it a collection of uh, photography of other bands and musicians? Yeah, you know? I mean, it's sort of a retrospective of, of a lot of Henry's work, and uh, he's been doing it. With? Yeah, he's been doing it with. Patty Boyd, you know, and they've been she's been showing her stuff, and they've been doing a, a presentation. Mostly, it's a dual performance. They 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 both um, show an extensive number of slides and a lot of stuff that's never been shown before. And uh, so, yeah, if it comes to your town, go see it, <laughs> you know, because um, 
Patty'd never really spoken about her work publicly. And uh, the stories that she ended up telling the night we saw it were oh, extraordinary. And, right. uh, but, yeah, working with Henry Diltz was unbelievable. You know, there's a reason why he's a renowned master. It right. was really a great thing to cool. get to do. And speaking of uh, photography and photos, on the new release, every, all the artwork, the photography is all black and white, which kind of goes along with one of the themes of how people can think of obsolete. Yeah. Well, in fact, the cover was taken by a guy named Frank Hamrick, and, you know, he used, uh, you know, we weren't thinking of using, uh, when that photograph got taken, he just wanted to photograph the band, and, uh, you know, because he takes wet plate photography of a lot of things, so that is a deeply obsolete method where you kind of take the metal plate and you prepare the chemicals on it and put it in the camera and you have about however long before that stuff starts to dry to take the picture and then run in and develop it immediately. So you need a dark room right next to you. And uh, he had taken the photograph, and then as the record started to take shape and we were trying to think of stuff for the artwork, it seemed like that was a perfect fit. Yeah, that photo seems to have transported you to the Civil War era. Yes, we all look like criminals, (laughs) or worse. (laughs) Dave Rawlings' machine is touring across the country. All the dates are on the website, and I think you're pretty much touring through the end of the year? Yeah, and then some in January. January. So have you got a little bit of an outline for 2016? Yeah, we're probably going to be doing a little, you know, touring internationally, and then maybe, you know, take another little lap around the states maybe do a few more run at some festivals in the summer yeah maybe very good yeah nice cool i hit the weekend just like a freight i got there early i couldn't wait i made a friend or two along the way you want the details There's the ballerina, the foreign cartel, the opera singer, the southern belle. They've all got something strange and new. They've all got something not like you.
I ask you once, I'm gonna ask you twice Come and be my sugar daddy, I'll treat you nice Said the lily bell to the honeybee Said the lily bell to the honeybee Said the lily bell to the honeybee Well, I do anything in this dog of mine world If you're giving to your sweet tooth Said the soothsayer to the candy cane Said the soothsayer to the candy cane Said the soothsayer to the candy cane Well, honey, let me try it one more time I'll tell you if it tastes the same Well, I'm going to the doctor, gonna pull my sweet tooth I'm going to the doctor, gonna pull my sweet tooth I'm going to the doctor, gonna pull my sweet tooth I'm going to the doctor, gonna pull my sweet tooth I'm going to the doctor, gonna pull my sweet tooth I'm going to the doctor, gonna pull my sweet tooth But the sign said, no Sunday And there's nothing left to do but pray listening to the Dave Rawlings Machine here at 90.3 KEXP. Thank you very much for the in-studio, and thanks to our engineer, Jackson. It's 90.3 KEXP, Seattle.